Hello. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, I can. All right, hold on. I'll let you know when we're ready to start. Okay. Oh, I'm nervous. <laughs> uh, don't be. Yeah. Oh, I think it's recording right now, so we can go ahead and start. <laughs> okay. Well, All right, what is up? What is up? What is up, y'all? It's your boy, Jay Smooth, and I'm with my guy, Daniel Osminski, and this is our, our podcast that we're just starting. It's going to be called The Ah Smooth Show. How's it going, Daniel? It's going good, man. Can't complain. This, uh, I'm going to give a brief introduction to myself, and then Daniel, uh, then Osminski's going to give his brief introduction to himself. So my name is Joshua Smith. I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana. Pike High School graduate, class of 2015. Went to Walsh University. Uh, actually, no, I first went to uh, junior college, JUCO, in Indianapolis called Ivy Tech. Then I made the transition to Walsh University in the 2017-2018 year. I finished up in three years, graduated with a communications major, currently living in Dallas, Texas with my parents. And um, I'm pre- I work for the American Airlines Center down uh, with a math play, and I work for a softball team. Go ahead, Daniel. All right. My name is Daniel Osminski. Uh, most people call me Oz. Um, I graduated 2017 out of uh, Lake Fenton High School in Linden, Michigan. I'm from Flint, Michigan, about 45 minutes outside of Detroit. Um, I went to Walsh University for the first three years of my college career. Uh, had to had to give it up. Had a, quite a few injuries. Um, came back home. Now I go to uh, U of M Flint, and I work at um, McLaren Lapeer Region as a uh, CNA. Hey, he was a monster on the field. Hey, he, uh, I remember you came in. You started as a freshman too, didn't you? Yeah. Well, uh, me. You remember Juice, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Juice. Me and him uh, split reps my freshman year. Uh, you know, he was a fifth-year senior and loved that kid. He was a good role model. Oh yeah, there was a uh, there was a lot of good role models on that Walsh football team when we got there. Like we got Calvin Gordon. He was a great role model. Yep, yep. C.J. Hicks. Yep. Uh, Trying to think anybody else, uh, Blake Williams, all those guys were great world models. Hey, those are the days though, for real, for real. Oh, dude, I miss it every day. It was still my biggest regret not playing anymore, but only so many things you can do. I, uh, for people who don't know, I had, um, I had an ankle surgery coming out of uh, high school that kind of brought my recruiting and, um, struggled with that, uh, getting back to it. And, uh, but it eventually went away junior year of college I uh, heard it in our um what we call it it wasn't the spring game was it what would we call those like scrimmages before like right at the end of camp uh you talking about in a fall camp or spring fall camp? camp fall camp we just call it inner inner squad scrimmage inner squad scrimmage yeah but I heard yeah I heard it then um I tried to play as much as I could it, it was kind of like uh in high school I didn't really practice throughout the week and just try and playing games but it got worse and worse and found out I needed surgery on it. And it ended up being a total replacement. Uh, I've got screws and bolts and uh, cadaver ligaments in there. And it's, it was real rough. So, and then plus like eight concussions, it, it, it was, it was time to hang them up, even though I didn't really want to. Hey, when God tells you it's time to hang it up, you got to hang it up. Yeah, he's got another plan. He's got another plan for you. Like he said, hey, this chapter in your life is over. Yeah. Now I'm presenting you to another chapter in your life. Yeah. Um, uh, so now I'm just uh, just focused on school. Really, I'm still lifting. I'm still lifting a lot. Um, oh, yeah. You always got to lift. Yep. Because I mean, think about it is, though, the one thing about stop you when you're done playing that uh, a sport is you can always lift. Oh, yeah. And stay in shape no matter what your age is. I mean. I lift maybe about twice a week. I'm, I need to start lifting three times a week, but um, I'm working. Um, they have a gym uh, at where I, where I stay at, and I'm thinking about actually joining a gym here, uh, a place soon, so I can lift actually lift because I don't like using those dumbbells yep. just as a workout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just that. not worth it. I um I still lift five days a week. Uh, I get I'm actually trying Whoa. to get into five days uh, a week. I'm still I'm trying to get in the strongman competition. Um, okay. Cause those, like those guys are my heroes, like, uh, Brian Shaw, Eddie Hall. Um, do th- you know those guys? I never heard of her. I'm oh. not pretty much into the lift. I just like to lift. Yeah. Just, you know, I feel like lifting can clear your mind of oh, anything. Yeah. Like, like when I, if you have like a stressful day, yeah. it can really well, reduce that stress. Anytime but go I ahead. have a bad day, uh, when I get in the gym, I just forget about it all. It's 
because you're you're there to do one thing it's put up heavy weight and nothing else really matters at that point and it's gotten me like that's why whenever I have a surgery or I'm concussed or anything it's always a bad time because you get in your head and you can't do anything about it because you're laid up for months and months at a time <clears throat> but um yeah you are but now i've uh i'm trying to get in a strong man i'm actually gonna meet up with a coach in the next week or two and try and get in that i'm uh i put my maxes right now are 505 on bench um about 700 pounds on the squat uh, about 700 pounds on deadlift as well and then um, I just uh, last week, actually, I put up uh, 1,500 pounds on a leg press, which I oh, mean, wow. it is leg press. And I know a lot of people say it's like, oh, it's just leg press. It's so much easier. And it, and it is. But still, when you're getting up into the thousands and, and that stuff, I like I was going to go higher, but I couldn't get any more weight on the machine. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, also my motive is I'm trying to just <clears throat> get get my abs back and get some muscles because <laughs> because I'm planning I mean I didn't I couldn't do nothing la- that much last year because of COVID but I plan on trying to go like to at least the beach maybe uh down in Galveston which is like 20 minutes outside of uh Houston Texas oh, okay. so it's about like a four-hour drive so I I'd like to like get like a resort down there for we can get a couple of friends oh yeah get some female friends <laughs> to come down and um <laughs> hang out yes, at uh, Galveston Beach for a weekend mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, speaking of COVID, if uh, we want to move into the the main meat of what these podcasts are going to be, uh, politics. <laughs> so, <laughs> if we want to get started on that, uh, oh yeah. So let's first? Uh, let's let's talk about uh, just pretty much the whole situation what happened in uh, Minnesota, where uh, a guy by the name of Dante Wright was executed by the police. Yep. yep. And um. You know, just in one of those controversial police videos, and and we and I seen the full video. I mean, the th- I'm not saying that he deserved to get killed or shot, but I believe that he should have complied. Yeah. And to think about his life, because if you're a black person, I you're more likely to get killed by the police by anybody else, and that's why I say you always should respect a, co- uh, a law enforcement. You should always comply. Mm-hmm. There. <clears throat> so, with the uh, what was his name again? Uh, right. Uh, Dante Wright, yeah. So I watched the video too, and for anyone who's who will listen who doesn't know, the the guy had a um, he was a kid, twenty years old. Um, he had an outstanding warrant for his arrest. He got pulled over for a traffic violation. Um, they tried to detain him. He ran. Uh, tried to get back in his car. Um, the the officer who shot him, she was a female, uh, twenty five years on the force. Uh, she, you can see in the video that she said taser 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 which is what when police use their taser they announce it to everyone so everyone knows to stay clear and they say it three times um but she had actually pulled out her her firearm and you can hear her in the video she says um, something like shit i shot him or something like that and um it's just a this this case uh, over most of them is really on that cops uh, on that cop's head, but it's also if if you don't try and run, then bad things won't happen. I mean, it's exactly. people don't like hearing that, but it's, it's the facts. I mean, the thing about it is, though, you have to think about when you get pulled over, and this is what I think about is I want to go see my family when I get home, and I know that if I want to see my family when I get home, I have to comply. I have to listen. I have to respect this officer. So, I mean, I've gotten pulled over uh, at least six times and I've been racially profiled and I just comply. Like uh, if an officer asked me to, uh, to do anything, I'd do it. Like, so for example, last year in Can- outside, just outside of Canton, Ohio, this, uh, it was like Maslin, Ohio. I got pulled over with eight and Tuttle shout out to eight, a one Tut. We got pulled over, and I didn't know why, but I knew I found out why I got pulled over after. But um, he came up to me, and I thought uh, I was being racially profiled. So then he asked me to get out of the mm. car, and he had to check me, and I was nervous. But I knew I said, "Hey, my life is more important. I have to listen. I have to listen to this officer, and I have to comply with him." And I just and that's because I want to because I at least want to see another day. I don't want to get killed by the police. Yeah. So. So at least, so I, I went up to him, I talked to him and I said that I'm sorry for, for what I did. And 
So, and then he said, okay, uh, I was going to give you a ticket, but I'm not. Thank you for being respectful. Mm-hmm. Yep. Have a and nice day. A lot, most cops are like that, I'd, I'd say. And uh, I haven't had any. Yeah. Obviously, I haven't been racially profiled. I'm, I'm white. But um, yeah, it's like I've gotten pulled over by the cops, I think, twice. Right. And just like, I don't know how it is in Texas or in Ohio, but we have the we, we call it the Michigan roll through here where um, we don't really yeah. stop at stop signs. We just kind of slow down and uh, go go through. And but, <laughs> hey, that's kind of like that's kind of what they do like here yeah, in Texas. Those, they don't. They don't yeah, stop both stop of cars. my both of my instances of getting pulled over was because of that, and just each time, you know, yes sir, no sir, give him your license, and he just was like, all right, don't do it again, see you later, you know. Um, but it's and with uh, uh, this this whole this most recent issue in Minneapolis, Minneapolis, it's. Um, what happened was a tragedy. It was uh, unnecessary. Uh, both sides made mistakes. But again, yeah, people use this to just go out for and political move. boost. Not not even not even to that yet. Yeah, we just got people going out and just robbing uh, stores. <laughs> it's like exactly um, it, right after it happened, they uh, they, they they shut down the city because. They started looting. And something I found pretty interesting uh, this time, uh, when it happened, a lot of uh, Democratic officials, like the mayor of that city, and uh, they actually came out and were like, hey, you got to knock it off. You know, looting's unacceptable. uh, Rioting's unacceptable. And it it really shows how um, what the narrative was like at this time around last year when uh, the election was going on and everything with George Floyd happened and all these politicians were like yeah go out and loot it's unacceptable but now now that because um joe biden had said he put out a tweet uh during this time last year he's like all the violence happening in america right now is because of trump and it's all trump's fault um, but you won't see that turned around on joe biden like because it it happens yeah, exactly in every president cycle it happens all the time but you only see one side putting all the blame on another Exactly. Like they always like try to blame like the a political uh, politi- uh, leader, whoever's in office. They're going to try to blame him for, unless, for an unless, incident. Unless it's a leftist Democrat like Joe Biden. Yeah, leftist Democrats. They're not going to mm-hmm. say nothing. And the thing that's that's the thing about it. So there uh, also last night there was uh, there was a I don't, it wasn't a riot. Thank God in turned to it. But I was working in downtown last night and there was a protest going on. And I kind of got nervous. I'm like, oh, God, I hope they don't loot like they mm-hmm. did in the summer. And and I was nervous. I was scared because I don't want nothing. I, I mean, I know that I put, I'm if I go out there, if I leave, I'm putting myself out at risk. Because you don't know what those people are, uh, are capable of doing. Exactly. Um, I'm pulling up a video. Uh, have you seen it? It was a Minnesota Minnesota protester. Uh, he confronted a CNN reporter and. Yeah, I, I did. I saw yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know uh, when we get better at this <laughs> as time goes on, uh, we can <laughs> figure out how to play videos and stuff. But uh, in, in the gist, the, the reporter tries to talk to this guy and he's just like, get away, get out of here. You guys make everything worse. Um, and, and they do. Exactly. Uh, CNN especially they they're the most they're the worst. lying, manipulative um, of the Veritas, you know, Veritas, the um platform on Twitter that uh, goes around and like uh, infiltrates these companies like Twitter and Facebook. Yeah. yeah so they just it. did one on CNN uh-huh. and they caught him. They caught like the main guy at CNN. I can't remember his name, but um, he was just saying like, we've used everything that's happened in the past few years to get Trump out of office. Um, talking about the riots and uh, when Trump had, um, he had a, shake in his hand right and um they brought on like 20 medical professionals just to make a story out of nothing to try and inflate the hate and everything that was against uh president trump and his supporters and it's just it's stuff like that that makes everything so much worse because like i i can't uh i got into a little bit of trouble with some of our old friends from school uh 
round last year. Oh, and, yeah. I remember this. Um, I remember a, this. <laughs> I got in trouble, you, too. You get it a little worse than me because they they call you names and shit. The only, the only thing that they oh, can yeah. say to me is I'm racist, which is not true. And um, yeah, they call me yep. a sellout, yep. uh, Uncle Tom, yep. and it's uh, and that's that happens to every um, black person who has their own opinion and aren't sheep, and following the the party that yeah. wanted to keep them enslaved, that did everything, that still treats people like you guys as slaves. The Republicans don't do that. The Democrats exactly. do. It's yeah. So if it's basically like, oh, if you're black and you don't agree with everything on the left, you're considered exactly. a sellout. And that's just ridiculous. But uh, when, uh, so uh, Jacob Blake, I'm sure everyone remembers that guy. He, um, he was shot in the back, which was what they loved to say. But he did get shot in the back. But what they failed to um, talk about was how he was reaching for a knife on the floorboard of his car. And he had a knife. And he had a knife. He even admitted it in the video. Yeah. He admitted it in the video. I mean, in the interview. When he had a sit-down interview mm-hmm. with Michael Strahan, he uh, he even admitted mm-hmm. that he had a, a knife. Yep. And, and he was uh, trying to reach for it. But I, the, um, the thing that got me in a little bit of trouble was uh, <clears throat> the the WNBA or whatever they are. Um, they when, when that happened, before <laughs> anyone got the story, because that, that's what they always do. Before whatever happens comes out fully, they jump on it. Racist, racist, racist. Um, but they put on their shirts on at night, uh, and they all spelled out Jacob Blake. And I, I, I'm still proud of this. I thought it was pretty funny, but, um, I, I quoted it and I said, uh, they should have spelled out a statutory rape because that was the uh, charge that he had on him at the time as he was at the person who he allegedly rapes house trying to do stuff to her. So and 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 then I had uh, some people comment and ask me about um so what about Kyle Rittenhouse and and that kid with uh you remember Kyle Rittenhouse he uh he was yeah. a paramedic who went to the riots in Minnesota uh to help and he got accosted and attacked by some white uh libtards that that's what I'll call them that's the nicest thing I can say <laughs> um, and they attacked him. You can see it in the videos. Uh, one of them had a gun, which is really surprising because guns are so bad, right? You, you shouldn't have guns. But th- So one of them yeah. had them. Um, and he killed two of them, and he blew the arm off the one with the gun. And uh, the I hate to say the funny thing because people lost their lives, but uh, two of them were pedophiles. <laughs> and it. And the, the what I got wow. from that is you could literally shoot into a crowd of um, far leftists and hit a pedophile. But no one talks about that part. They just want to talk about the white supremacist uh, Trump supporter who killed three people. Which none of those things were actually true. Yeah. I mean... They, like I said, I think I feel like a lot of people on the left just just want that. Like they want they want everything to be about them. They want them to worship, want people to worship. A, them, um, I feel like the left politically has become like a uh, pagan religion. They treat government as God is. and policy as his commandments. And uh, especially with you hear the speech all the time, especially around climate, which is so stupid. You've got um, the, the moron prince of England, who's not even a prince anymore. Uh, what's his name? Harry. And then <laughs> I will refrain yeah, from Harry. calling the other one what I want to, because I really dislike her. But um, you've got them saying how the uh, mother nature's angry at us and blah, blah, blah. And it's they're putting um, personification on inanimate things that don't care what we do like the earth it's it, it climate changes it's always been that way if we uh with the the paris accords that joe biden got us back into where we're paying hundreds of millions of dollars a uh, billions of dollars excuse me and um no one else is paying anything close but if every country just stopped their carbon emissions right just stop them us um 
like we'll just say the North American continent, if all of us just cut our carbon emissions, right? It wouldn't drop the global temperature by anything. By nothing. And Absolutely. that's, uh, but China, they are the most disgusting. They own us. They own us. So the leaders on pollution, the leaders of just everything bad that environmentalists think can happen to the uh, environment. China is the main root of that. And they don't care. You don't see that. That's why America is kind of the laughing stock of the world right now, because Russia and China are looking at the things that go on in our country and how we're letting people do disgusting things and uh, say it's their right. And all these ridiculous uh, policy things that are going through with the Biden administration, uh, the crisis on our border. And they're just laughing at us because anytime they wanted to, they could just come in and take us over right now and we'd be done. And that's what China's waiting for, yep. I think, because they, uh, they hate us. They really do. Yeah, they do. And I just feel like in the Democratic Party, like they've removed God out of everything and they just they think that Christianity yep. is wrong and everything and and they endorse and they think it's okay for people like oh. Lil Nas X to endorse Bro. satanic shoes. And they got mad at Bro. Republicans because they were upset. I'm like, some of those Bro. Republicans oh. have kids and they listen to Lil Nas and they don't want yeah, their kids I, to be exposed dude, to that. I was ill when I saw that. I still haven't watched the music video because I don't I'm not watching no, that. I'm not I, trying I seen, to get my heart exposed to I that. I saw, excuse me, I saw um, uh, Twitter went crazy when it happened. I, I follow a lot of conservative guys, you know, like uh, uh, if anyone listens to this, go check out uh, The Daily Wire, Ben Shapiro, Michael Knowles, Andrew Clavin, all those guys. They're really good. They're a lot better than us <laughs> at doing this. But um, they were just talking <laughs> about it. And it, when you, th- there's, um, when sin bad things become good and good things become bad that is when society collapses and that uh, biblically speaking is end times kind of talk but you look at what's socially acceptable in today's world um gosh i'm gonna get in so much trouble on this podcast dude um but we'll take uh transgenderism (laughs) as uh the point throughout human history besides the last 20-ish, maybe 40-ish years, uh, gay people weren't accepted. Transgender people weren't accepted. Um, And I've always, personally, to me, I I don't like it. I'm not, um, I I do think it's wrong uh, from a spiritual aspect. But I'm never, I'm never mean. But but I also feel like we should treat them right. People say, oh, Christians hate gays, Christian, which they don't talk about um, is how Islam literally executes gay people. But that that's another thing that I could talk exactly. about for an hour. But um, in Christianity, and sometimes, yeah, we don't do a good job of doing this. I've been at fault for doing it, too. But you're taught to love the person, hate the sin, because just if, if, if you're a gay person, right, and you're you feel you feel like something's wrong and you go to a church, a Christian church and you're judged and you're, uh, you're made to feel uncomfortable. What's going to help bring that person closer to God, you know? And it's not, it's, it's going to make them resent it. And I feel like I almost feel bad for little Nas X in a way, because I, I, I looked up a lot, everything that was being said about it. And he said that the way he felt when he was younger, being judged and persecuted by Christians and it's partly on us for not making people feel that way. Yeah. Um, uh, transgenderism is a completely different thing um, with, with the gay, the yeah, homosexual aspect um, that we can all do better as Christians trying to, as like, you don't yeah, have you're to right. like what people do. You don't, but that doesn't mean you treat them bad, you know? Yeah. I'm against. I'm. I'm totally against uh, discrimination. But, but at the end of the day, if you're like infor- encouraging, like if you're encouraging people to do that, that's different. Like, you you're supposed to like, per- like you said, love the person, hate the sin. 
you can pray for that person and counsel on them and they could be welcome to anywhere. But if you're just, if you're trying to encourage yeah, in it, exactly. that's totally and, um, different. But now we'll, we'll shift from the acceptance and love speech. Uh, what's going on in this country right now with transgenderism? It, it sickens me. It really does. That is, um, yeah, it does. If you're a, first of all, it's not real. I'm just going to say that right now. Come at me. It's not real. You either are a boy or you are a girl. And I don't care what mental problems you have. You can't change that. That is a basic law of nature. Like throughout the history of time, before whether you believe in evolution, whether you believe in yeah. creation, uh, men, it's the, if you're a man, you're a man. If you're a woman, you're a woman. Yeah, God made me a man, and God and that's uh, who it is, and that's, so that's all it how, is. Who I am now, I could go into a store and tell them I identify as a fucking jellyfish, and I I would expect a, a damn aquatic bathroom. It is. <laughs> I love I love making jokes like that because it it just shows you how ridiculous it really is, like um, but but the real yeah. sickening part and what's made it to a whole nother level is what they're trying to do with kids, man. You. Oh, yeah, that's just inappropriate. Like, what they're it's, enforcing on these kids in schools mutil- and on TV. It's and a general mutilation. I mean, that's just ridiculous. It's chemical castration. It's honestly disgusting. Like, and, and you hear all these people, all these stupid leftists saying, if, you're, if your child comes up and tells you that he's a princess, who are you to say you don't believe him? Five-year-olds don't know what two plus two is, man. It, they're, no child... <clears throat> could ever be um, just because they, they played with a doll one day. Their mom goes, oh, my, my son's a girl. I'm going to put him on a bunch of pills, and I'm going to cut off his willy, and I'm going to do all these things that he can't change <laughs> when he realizes how messed up his life is in the future. And I will not call yeah. these people their preferred pronouns or whatever. Uh, I don't care they're actually trying to make that like a hate crime. If you don't say, like, if you see an obvious dude, like just big old dude, beard, mustache, and you go up to him and you're like, Hey man, what's up? Is actually, it's, it's her. I, I'm, I'm identify as a girl. They're, they're trying to make it so that that is a, um, like a hate crime. Oh yeah, I remember. Uh, this was like a couple of years ago. I saw a video. It was a uh, it was a transgender. It was obviously a man. He said he, he identified himself as a woman. Yep. It was at a video sto- store, yep. and the store clerk. Yeah, he, he said sir, and he got mad. He said, "If you want to, uh, you want a fucking sir, I will show you a fucking sir." I was like, "Oh and for, damn, shit!" <laughs> yeah, and then he had found it, it didn't go anywhere. But for people who don't know what that is, it's uh, just look up uh, transgender at GameStop. And it, it's the most obviously looking dude wearing pink and some wig or something. And he just flips out on the guy because he, he called him sir. And it's like, uh, and I don't want to argue with these people. I don't want to be associated with these people. Um, the, I don't want, if I ever have kids, I don't want them being around my kids. I, it's, it, it disgusts me. Uh, it's so wrong. And if they were just quiet about it, then like they they just want to do them. That I'm fine with that. You do whatever you want, right? But when you start trying to push it on children, yeah. and you try and make and you ram it down our throats, it it, it becomes a different story. Because as a um, absolutely as a straight white male, right? I don't get to have an opinion on things because that's the way the world is now, pretty much. Um. But I'll tell you what, the uh, the whole transgender issue, I'm I'm not gonna let that one slide. It's it's just it's becoming yeah, such exactly. a such a problem. Like the president of the United States is oh that Who identifies himself as a Catholic I, too. I'm a, I'm not Catholic. Uh, I'm a Pentecostal Christian. Um, I've got some problems with Catholicism, but um. Because, but with Joe Biden, he's not even allowed to take communion, because even though the Catholic Church has slid so far 
in what is what they think is right, um, they still think abortion's wrong. And that's not a sentiment shared by our president. Um, and it's just, it, it's hilarious that throughout the whole campaign, and still even now, he was being toted as a great Catholic and a man of God. And, it, and he couldn't be farther from it. He, he couldn't. Absolutely. It is really sad. It's just really sad. But what I was going to share was, um, so, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, you, when we talked about yeah. about Walsh, that guy from Walsh, he, he was like a contracted claim. He got fired because he was gay. So I released, I had released a statement, and I said that, I said that, you know, a lot of students at that school identify themselves as homosexuality, which is not an issue at all. The issue is if you're having someone who's there to encourage the sin, like having podcast law called Jesus is the OG oh, Zombie Art, can I thank God for a good blowjob, is highly too inappropriate and disgusting. And then I said that I dis- and then I said that I had supported the decision and that students shouldn't be signing a petition uh, to bring them back is wrong. I've lost like 10 followers. And even one of my closest friends even unfollowed me because of that. And I'm just like, really, you're showing your true colors and you're going to oh, unfollow dude, me because of my, dude, I, my uh, opinion on things. Like, I don't come even on now. about that anymore. It's, um, I couldn't tell you how many people have stopped following me. And I don't care. If they don't want to hear my opinions, that's fine. Get, don't, don't follow me. Don't look at what I have to say. Because that's all Twitter is for me now. It's just politics. Which I don't like because Twitter used to be fun, but I do kind of like it too. Yeah, it used to be fun with the memes and stuff. It used to be the memes, the jokes, yeah, the sports, and now it's just turned into it's, some political it's like party. People, people are going to do that. But I wanted to – you said there are a bunch of gay people at uh, at Walsh. I mean, there are some. I mean, I know oh, I knew yeah. a couple. I mean, I, tra- I, I treat them with respect. I gave them their respect at all. At all yeah. But I don't think I that they think should be meeting in, in that groups it was and a, stuff. Uh, because, big thing. Yeah, and it's a Catholic school. A religious-based Walsh school. University is a Catholic school. Catholicism yeah. views, well, at least they used to for the last 3,000 years, that homosexual, homosexuality was wrong. It was a sin. And you, if you're going to have a guy who makes... What, what do you say some of his podcasts were called? Jesus is the OG zombie, and can I thank yeah, a God? Things, can I thank God for a good blowjob? I, I wish people. I wish when people blaspheme God like that, they just get burnt up. But it's like, it's just so disgusting, and to have someone <laughs> like that at a Catholic school. I watched that video. His his uh, his like why I got fired or whatever that was. Uh, that you sent me and it, it was I laughed I didn't feel bad for that guy at all it's like dude just go somewhere else it they as a catholic school they have the right to not have somebody who doesn't value their values and actively goes against the values of a proper catholic university you know just because you are something yeah. doesn't get doesn't mean you're entitled for jack shit. You no one the only thing you're entitled to in life is your life. And that's it. No one's entitled to anything else. You work for everything. No one owes you a damn thing. Exactly. We don't. Uh, that's the thing about it. It is though. Some uh, like some schools are even more stricter. Like you can't get mad that schools have certain rules. I mean, if you're concerned about uh, if you're going if you're th- before you think about going to a religious based school, you need to understand that that school is going to have a certain base of rules that you're not going to agree with. Like at uh, if you go to uh, you heard of uh, yep. a school called it's yep. in Utah BYU Brigham Young University. You can't have sex yeah, there. If you get caught having sex, Mormon. like, you get kicked out. And um, I know a few Mormons. I hunt in Utah occasionally. Yeah. I go elk hunting. Um, Mormons are the nicest people. They really are. But, they... oh, yeah, I do too. They are actually the nicest. I disagree with them, but uh, they really are the nicest people. They're the nicest people you ever want to meet because they used to come around and, and they would, be, they would throw the football blunt. with me when I was younger. I and they were really nice people. Because, I mean, the Jesus was yeah. on America and he left plates uh, talking about the second coming with the Indians. 
the the guy who invented it basically admitted it, it was a sham. I mean, it's like, but I mean, they're good people. They, I mean, as good as you can be if you practice mono- um, polygamy. Is that is that the word? With uh, multiple wives and stuff, yeah. But they, they I have I nothing against so. them. I just, I'm not going to oh, convert yeah. to Mormonism. You know, I plan to move to uh, Arizona or Utah, but I'm not going to yeah. convert to Mormonism because of it. <clears throat> Speaking of Arizona, Utah, uh, oh yeah, I feel like everyone's trying to move out of the Midwest. I mean, I don't blame them too. I mean, you'll find a lot of opportunities out there because. Like, there's no, like, I, I love Indiana and oh, Ohio, there's, and but like there's not a that, lot of good uh, job opportunities That has nothing there. to do with my decision. I'm a, I'm a big hunter. I don't know if I've ever talked with you about that, but I'm a, I'm a big hunter. And um, okay, anyone who goes out to Arizona, Utah, um, what, what are the other, Colorado, all those states out there, Wyoming, dude, everything. Hunting out there Wyoming. is unlike anything else. It is a beautiful country. Um, and, and, and it's better, it's better out there. Like, uh, they're trying to shut down Michigan again right now. Um, Michael Moore, uh, the other day on his podcast, uh, basically called his supporters to bully Gretchen Whitmer, uh, into closing down this state again. And, um, because we're a COVID hotspot or whatever right now, I work in a hospital, uh, we're not overrun with covid it's no one's been overrun um that new york was but uh that got forgotten really quickly because uh, andrew cuomo did the best i guess yeah but um but no they're trying to shut down our state again uh it yeah. was shut down for a real long time uh she shut it down this would be the third time she'd shut it down uh the first time was at the beginning of when everything was going on and I didn't care. I still went out and I did all my stuff. Um, I got COVID uh, during the second shutdown. But uh, for me, it was uh, like a head cold for two days and then I was fine. But um, it affects people differently. Yeah, it affects people. If you're, I feel like, yeah, I feel like if you, if you exercise a lot, if you're, under, if you're an athlete, it shouldn't yeah. affect you as much as if you're mm-hmm. overweight I'm, and, or if you're uh, not exercising or you're just eating unhealthy. 99% survival rate if you're under 80. It's like, and and that's the, my sister lives in New York. Um, and I love my sister, but we do not agree on politics. <laughs> like at all. Um, but mm-hmm. Uh, with the with the vaccine, I I'm not getting the vaccine. I refuse. I refuse. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I I'm not either because and I, I don't know what's in it. Chance in hell. Um, I'm a I'm 22 years old. I'm pretty healthy. I already had COVID. I'm not sticking, to, and I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I think vaccines are great, but a vaccine that was made in six months that, um. We don't know what's in for a disease that our bodies have better immunities to than the actual disease, than the actual vaccine. Like uh, the vaccine, I think the uh, Moderna one is 95% effective. Um, And if you're a healthy adult, your own immune system is 99% effective. It just doesn't make any sense. And um, I've also, you know, you know, the Bible, right? You know, uh, revelations and like the mark of the beats and all that. So the mark of the beast oh, yeah. is a thing that will happen one day in the apocalyptic times that it's no one knows what it's going to be. Um, could be a tattoo. I personally think it's going to be like a microchip. Um, but if you don't have it, it basically labels you as a Christian and you can't buy or sell and you'll be prosecuted, uh, executed basically. Um, and that, I don't think that's what the COVID vaccine is. As bad as the times are now, I don't think we're at the end times yet. Um, but I think it's good practice because they're already trying to do COVID passports and yeah, vaccine passports. Yeah, yeah I, vaccine not, uh, passports. I, I want no part of that. Like you're, <laughs> you're not going to tell me where I can go, where I can't go. Like uh, with Whitmer. When when everything closed down the second time, no one listened. No one listened to her. It, it was business as usual. Yeah. 
Yeah. <clears throat> More of a uh, former player named um, – you probably heard of him. He played for the Kansas yep. City Chiefs, uh, Larry Johnson, running back. Yeah, he he compared that that vaccine. He he, he kind of compared that to like segregation from the uh, '60s, and I kind I didn't understand that at first, but now I get it. It's saying that people yeah. who are vaccinated have more rights than people who are not vaccinated. So you're basically trying to force people to get a vaccine, a vaccinated, vaccinated, and they don't know the effects. Oh, yeah. And some it's, people uh, are whenever you put it can affect your body them. It's supposed to be there. You're gonna have something happen, whether it's good, whether it's bad. Um, but with your with that segregation. Let's talk about that. So if I know you've probably noticed recently, but it seems like the left is trying to resegregate America. It's it's so subtle, but for sure, absolutely. The cancel culture, like they're trying to cancel people. Like I said, mm-hmm. oh, we're we're just gonna cancel people, either you're and, with us or against us. That's separate, that's dividing us. You're talking about you want equality and everything for all. Oh, if you want equality, you bring us together. Dr. Martin Luther King wanted to bring us together. He didn't want to cancel out. Like, mm-hmm. He wanted us. He wanted white people to respect them, and he wanted them together. But right now, uh, but right now, um, oh, yeah. I just feel like, oh, I if you don't I agree with canceled. them, you're canceled. I, you're on the other side. We're not canceled. with you. Because if you get canceled in today's times, you can pretty much be sure you're doing a good job at being a human being. <laughs> But uh, with the it goes farther than that with the whole segregation Absolutely. thing. My school, <laughs> U of M Flint, they have separate uh, coffee houses for different races now. Yeah, black people and white people have to go. Well, I don't think really? they have to, but they made it an opportunity for there's a black one and there's a white one. And I think there's like an Asian one or something like that. And a lot of schools are doing that with graduations now. Like if you're black, you do this graduation. If you're white, you do this graduation. Uh, and so on and so forth. It's um, it, it it makes me laugh because it's you know the the phrase uh, history repeats itself. If you forget history, it repeats itself or whatever. And that's what it's that's what's happening. Yeah. It's, uh-huh. And it's also like no one alive today experienced like well, no one in this country because slavery is still a huge problem in the world. Uh, I mean, in China which no one likes to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. Slaves. Uh, slavery is still around. Not in this country. It hasn't been around in this country in a pretty damn long time. Um, same thing with um, like actual Jim Crow and, and those kind of things. Not, no, one, no, no one our age, right? I won't talk for old people because there could be some really old guy who still mm. remembers that. They're like actually personally experiencing it. But none yeah. of us really know what um, slavery was really like, or what, like, yeah, yeah. And, and even, even except for videos, like the videos, like, unless they watch videos and stuff, you don't know what the motive is on that video because there weren't cameras around, you know. The, and pictures, I, I'm talking about slavery, not a not actual like Jim Crow South, because I know there are stuff like on on that, but um, it's just like everyone with the reparation do you think reparations are a good idea the, the way i hmm. see i'm not sure about that throughout the history even in ancient times it was always the adage like the children are not responsible for the crimes of their father right slavery was probably exactly the most disgusting part of american history it was it was, but it, it was, and it was just take terrible. me, right? Who never owned a slave. I never had anyone in my family who owned a slave. Why should we have to pay people who didn't experience slavery, but just want money for it? You know, that's, that's how I think about it. It's like, you don't, nothing's free. You can't just take money from people who didn't do anything wrong and get it to other people. Do you agree with that, or is it like? Absolutely, yeah. That's I mean, you can't just you can't just sit up here and get mad at all white people. Because I mean, yeah, they did. We did. They did a shitty thing to yeah. us. But you just can't sit up here and blame every white person for what we happened. 
we have our thing about it is this is what mm-hmm. I've been trying to yep. tell people. We have to we have to love, forgive, and move on. Um, it's tough. It's very yep. tough. I know it happens, like racism happens, but we still have to love these people and pray for them because God it talks about in the Bible, it says that God wants yep. us to love our enemies and pray for the people who persecute us. And I feel like if we start doing that, then I feel like this country would go in the right place. And but they refuse, like young people, they refuse I talked to my grandma last night. And she had to deal with racism. She said that this society is today is so bad, mm-hmm. and, and that they don't want right. these young people. They it's don't want to hear about, about doing God. Whatever makes you feel good now, it's uh, take drugs, uh, heroin. Well, not heroin, but like mushrooms, and they're trying to make everything legal on the um, West Coast, like Oregon and those places. And you know, I've I've always kind of said like, yeah. you know, you if you want to make drugs legal, right? Like heroin and all this stuff, go ahead. You, you can do it, mm-hmm. but you shouldn't get help. Like, if you shouldn't get government-funded help if you're choosing to put a needle in your arm, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like with the smoking, like, why, like cigarettes. Like, why are people, like, encouraging that? I mean, if they, hit, they did, like, a whole PSA, they have, like, tip from a former smoker. Like, they're trying to get you to stop smoking. Well, okay, but, if you want them to I, stop I, smoking, I then stop selling different. cigarettes. Um, Cigarettes, and heroin, but that, but that's killing mm-hmm. though. But, 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 but that's killing people too. That's causing cancer and it, breathing like, issues. I mean, I, it does harm I've to your body. A few cigarettes, right? Yeah, you know, parties and stuff. Oh no. Yeah, that's not I mean, I'm, I'm not going to judge nobody who's smoking food cigarettes. But if you're doing it constantly, it's different. What really like got me clicked to it was actually an episode of South Park. One of their older seasons, they did a a smoking episode about how like the, the quit smoking groups or the actual bad ones, because they are just forcing all these things. If, if you're a guy who works a horrible job, right? Hard labor every day or just something that you hate. And the, the thing that gets you through the day is a cigarette and you might get cancer when you're 70. I, I wouldn't care. You know, like who wants to be, 80, 90 years old. I don't. By the time I'm that old, my body, oh my God, I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> but, but it's also like, yeah. And if you want, <laughs> oh yeah, that's, if, you don't want to think about that long term. Huh? <laughs> if you want to put a needle in your arm and do heroin, you do you, man. But don't expect me to do something for you. You know, like it's, I'm not giving my tax dollars so you can go. Uh, so you can get um, what is it Narcan? So you can get Narcan three times a day. It's like I, when I was in um, when I was taking first aid class, my professor told me about how there was a, when she was an EMT, uh, this this uh, lady OD'd on heroin. Uh, they went to her house, gave her Narcan, and Narcan works like it takes the high right away and saves saves lives, right? But they had to go back to that house twice the same day to give her two more things in Arcan because yeah. she OD'd three times in one day. And it's just like, why? I mean, uh, it's, wow. I got to be careful, but it, it's morbid. But if you're doing that, what what are you really offering to society? You know? Like, why why is it that the, they're, they, they got to save you? You know? It's, I don't know, I don't know people's problems and I don't pretend to know people's problems, but what I do know is that everyone makes their own choices and you have to expect that, accept the responsibilities for your choices. Absolutely. I mean, you know, growing up, we were uh, in elementary school. I mean, it's different now. They don't encourage us, but we used to encourage us not to do drugs say no to drugs. They would do PSAs and and I feel like and I, I want to well, 100% guarantee you know, that do schools don't do that still, anymore. They're doing something else. still probably do the say no, uh, the dare stuff, you know. But it's uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But not as much I, that I remember, as it used to be back like when, I we, grew up, when we grew up. Dumb assemblies, dude. They, gosh. They almost made me want to do drugs so I wouldn't grow up to be like but no, it's it's just it's crazy. It's all acceptable now. And, but, um, so yeah. I want to make a clarification 
because we've been saying like leftists, liberals, stuff like that. Um, what the, the Democratic sp- Party has like split. You've got moderate liberals who like policy. They like big government, you know, and then you've got you've got the leftists, which is what we call them now. And exactly. they're the ones. Yeah, the, that's what we call yeah, yeah, we call it left. But they call every they Republican call, they call far right. right. They call us the know? far right. There was a guy I used to work with um, that he he was a liberal, right? But me and him could have discussions. And that's that's the difference I draw. You can talk to a liberal. You can have discussions with a liberal. You can't with a leftist. They will just scream at you and call you a racist and a homophobe and cancel you. Yeah, you can't have a discussion with you, those and, and that's block you from that's why media. I think America's past the point of saving. There has become a culture, a new culture in America, the leftist culture, that wants to tear down everything that America stood for. Everything America's ever done was bad. Um, they and there's no mending yeah. that gap because you can't you can't yeah. talk about it. No matter how calmly, no matter how respectfully you talk to someone like that, they do not care. Exactly. Well, there was one person. Um, oh, I don't know. You probably knew her. Her name. She played basketball. Her name was Jamie Holloran, I think. She's a. Yeah, you probably don't know, her, but uh, she's uh, she's uh, she agrees with like the Democratic Party. But me and her could sit down and have great conversations. Yeah. I mean, we disagree with each other, but. She'll listen, and I'll listen to her her perspective. Yeah, and even and though like we are on needed. two different sides, but we, we're still really we good friends. <clears throat> yeah, you're just canceled, and they and people don't want to talk to you. They take you off social media just because your political views. And I'm just like, why are you like canceling? Or why are you like taking people off your social media and because the, the only thing, you voted for this like, person? Like that doesn't make any sense. There's two things. One, the left just eats each other. Like, it, it doesn't matter how woke you are. You're never woke enough, right? So th- they will eat each other eventually. Just It's just hopefully that they'll eat each exactly. other before they do irreputable damage. Um, good example, uh, the BLM founder. <laughs> I don't know if you saw this. Oh, she, she bought. Bought a million dollar home. Like and then uh, Jason Whitlock had. Said and, something uh, about it. She's a she's a self proclaimed Marxist though, so all four of them. Oh yeah, she she bought like a complex, dude, like four different. Houses. Wait, she bought four. And it, she it, bought four. I mean, I expected it. I thought it was hilarious. Oh wow, that's crazy. But there are people who actually think that people like that are true communists, and they want to tear down the establishment, power to the people. It's all a lie. Like that's that's the best part about capitalism in America. It always wins. Like, no matter how liberal, no matter how communist you pretend to be, like, um, or socialist. Uh, socialists are just dumb. I'll just say that out. Uh, it's been tried all over the world. It's never been successful. Um, it's the dumbest thing you could possibly ever do. Um, and it's just a stepping stone to communism. But um, uh, you know AOC, right? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Uh, I... Oh yes! Oh, oh I yeah, don't. The I Muslim... had to mute her account. I had to mute her. Yeah. That Ilmar. I don't even know that that represent from Minnesota. I had to mute her. Yeah, yeah, I have to. Yeah, I have to mute them because they. I just don't no, want to get pissed even, off. Like people like those. Even who, even with them, I try to mute them, them so I won't get pissed I like off. To, I mean, I try to stay away. From I like there. to be informed on what the enemy's doing. You know, but even with her dumbass, the bartender from New York who thinks she's a genius. Yeah. Um, she. She put out a, all her whole thing, socialism, right? Socialism, socialism, socialism. But uh, she sells sweatshirts on her site that have these stupid woke slogans, um, like healthcare is a right and all that kind of stuff. Um, but they, she sells these sweaters for like 65 bucks, 85 bucks. It's like, and it's amazing because it just shows you, wow, capitalism really is the best. Because even, even all these people who who say they hate it so much are millionaires because of it.
Exactly. Well, I want to wrap up here. Uh, one last thing we were to talk about was um, what are your oh, thoughts yeah. on what's going on? Your situ- I know you, you're a big Green Bay Packers fan. Been, what's going on with Aaron Rodgers' Green Bay Packers situation? From God, I don't know. I was very small. And I'm from Michigan, so uh, everyone hates me because, uh, you know, Lions. But um, he, I think, is the best quarterback in the league. If he had more rings, I'd say he's the GOAT, but I can't argue that anymore. Um, But I want him to leave Green Bay. I I really do. Because they have. They don't appreciate him. The management, I feel like management has failed him to give him uh, talent. Last year in the draft. They picked Jordan Love, uh, and, uh, and, and I don't have any problems with Jordan Love, but he's not as good as Aaron Rodgers. Um, they could have got Aaron Rodgers a wide receiver to complement Devontae um, or something, but no, they, they went with Jordan Love. And then I, I am really happy that they picked, um, gosh, what's his name, uh, the running back. They picked a running back with their third or second round pick when they had already had Aaron Jones and um, they they lost Williams, but they they hadn't have lost Williams at this point when they drafted. But they lost Williams, but, um, though. I'm, That's I'm glad they did because I like this guy. I've, I followed him, and he's, he seems like a good guy, and he's good at playing. But um, it's just they don't they don't appreciate Aaron Rodgers. Um, we we we've honestly should have won the Super Bowl at least three times since they've won the last one, and they just fail miserably and it it makes me sick uh i was secretly hoping that the rams were going to get aaron Rodgers instead of um matthew stafford because i thought aaron Rodgers on the rams with the best defense in the league that's that's a new dynasty but um that didn't happen they tried they tried to get him but the Packers. Yeah, I feel like they would have. Uh, I I feel like if the Rams have gotten Aaron Rodgers, they'd be clear of the Super Bowl favorites. Like no question. I mean, he has a de- yeah. he has a good defense. Robert young, Woods, really good um, young receivers, and Cooper Cup. Another one I can't remember. And all those guys. I, I, but um, I mean the, Woods, uh-huh. the Packers are lethal. Uh, with uh, Aaron Jones, who I love, I, I like him a lot. Um, rip to his dad, by the way. His dad passed away earlier this week. Um, he was a good dude. He was, Army guy. Yeah, he was. He yeah, never missed one of their games. Him and his brother. Uh, to, to his family. Pretty cool dude. Um, but with him, um, Aaron, um, the line mostly came back. I think we lost somebody. I can't remember who it was. It might have been Corey Lindsley. Um, but and then Devontae and and all those guys. Our offense is lethal. Um, we've got Jaw on uh on defense. And, Hopefully they get rid of Kevin King because he basically cost us that Buccaneers game. But um, I think I like our chances. I, I, I think we'll get back to the NFC Championship. I don't know if we'll get to the Super Bowl, but I know we'll make the playoffs. Yeah, the thing about it is, though, I mean, they, y'all sure at least been in three Super, three or Dude, four Super Bowls. I know that I cried. one – that botched that onside that, kick that against Seattle was no excuse. <laughs> Literally, I thought the Packers had won that game. I said, "Oh, well, Packers are it, it was Brady a, it, versus and it wasn't uh, Rogers Aaron. in the Super Like Bowl. I remember that game, but then like he just choked. They were up big. Everyone stopped playing. Like the only person who was like trying Brandon to be like, come on, guys, we we got to finish the game. You know, it was Aaron, and that was it. Everyone else was, oh, we won. It's over. We're going to the Super Bowl." And stupid Seahawks. Ugh. Man, you're bringing up bad memories right now. <laughs> who's who's your favorite team, by the way? <laughs> hey. Oh. All funny again. We're t- terrible. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, we just lost Connor in free agency to oh, Arizona. Yeah. Well, so we're, we're heading to the rebuild, of, uh, uh, rebuild years. But... And the Cleveland Browns about to take <laughs> over that division. I don't know why they haven't let him go yet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why either. He's too yeah, he's I did. old. I laughed the whole you, time. You saw that. Remember that? Did you, did you watch the Cleveland uh, game? Dude. And yeah, he got – yeah, he was absolutely terrible, like boo-boo. Like, it was just 
it was just garbage. Like I'm like, dude, what are you when, doing? And then we dude, got Juju. When he got his head taken uh, off, focusing more, that, spending that le- more time. Uh, was it the Bengals that, that did it? Dude, less time on the field. Corvette, Corvette. <laughs> yeah, oh, the Bengals game. So much joy. Go back to your TikToks, boy. Like, oh gosh. I hope Rads doesn't listen to this because he's going to be pretty pissed at us at the end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, that'd be awesome. Hey, so, hey, I'd actually like to bring him more here sometime. For sure. Or anybody else who uh, wants to come on. But yep, peace. that's all I got. We got to.